Black Girl Roundtable. Uh-oh. Back again. Back to back. Made back. Stack the ends. I don't remember the rest of the verse. That's all I have for you. All I remember is Tutty's Hoes That Is Crunch Time Abdomen. That's all I got. I wanted to use that as a caption on one of my Instagram pictures for so long and never did that. Look, it's never too late. Shoot. It surely isn't. I need to bring that back. I got a whole running list. I don't care how old the song is. It's gonna... If you see it, don't say nothing. Put it on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes. What's up, everybody? I am Dana. I'm Jelena. And this is Black Girl Roundtable. Pion, pion. We are back for another week. I've gotten one of the girls back. Jelena is here. I have arrived. Yes. (laughs) Asha is still taking care of business, standing on business. You know, she is the fastest... uh, concert coordinator we know she gets down she does not play exactly (laughs) uh but we will see her on the next episode when we will all be reunited together um but to not deprive you all of content we promise you consistency and we meant it Uh, we are going to dig into what's trending for this episode and get back to it um wow what has been trending? What hasn't been trending? Right. It's life and in the world Ooh. is on fire. We uh, we already kind of had it acknowledged in our last episode, and it would be redundant to try and and speak to the issue when it's just literally every day you wake up and it's something different. It's something exactly. changing. Just so. With all of that being said, let's let's get into some lighter. Uh, what's trending topics for this episode. I think that is much needed for the world and for the people. Um, Let's talk about uh, my favorite WWE match that's currently going on right now, Keith Lee versus everybody in Atlanta who owns a restaurant. (laughs) What do I have to Leave my cousin alone. Listen, the the long of the short, hopefully y'all are on TikTok. You probably are if you're listening to this podcast because you like us are chronically online um but uh, everybody's favorite food reviewer keith lee um, has taken his talents and his taste buds to the city of atlanta if you have ever been to atlanta if you have ever spent time in atlanta you will know you will not be surprised that restaurant culture in atlanta ooh, it is something else um, and Keith Lee has been reporting on it. Um, I think the two most notable cases are uh, Keith Lee's visit to The Real Milk and Honey, which is a different restaurant than Milk and Honey. I think everybody needs to know that. I have been to Milk and Honey in Atlanta. It is a lovely establishment. I had a great time at Milk and Honey, but it is different than The Real Milk and Honey. And so Keith Lee went to The Real Milk and Honey where... He was denied service. Um, the restaurant looked like it was open, but they said they were closed. Long wait times, no takeout, conflicting information from what was in person versus what was on the website. And then eventually, of course, when they realized who he was, they tried to rectify the situation, which he didn't allow. Second scenario was with Candy Burris's restaurant, Old Lady Gang. And if you're a Housewives watcher, you already know Candy and her shenanigans never stop shenanigans. And similar situation, tried to get a table, ridiculously long wait time, restaurant was not doing carry out, walked out. When they realized Keith Lee was there, they tried to immediately seat him and they did not do so. 
So, where do we even start? First of all, the guy who owns milk, like the, the real milk and honey or whatever he wants to call it, he's a hater in and of itself because A, he started the business with his wife in the DMV. Then they got divorced and he said, oh, I'm going to take it and run with it and do, does this. Then you get on Beyonce's internet to make an Instagram video talking about who is Keith Lee. Da-da-da-da-da-da. But then in the caption, try to be like, we respect him and appreciate his, but then you being shady and like, make it make sense. Like, it's so strange because I don't think anybody could have been nicer about that situation than Keith Lee was. Exactly. He was like, hey, this is what happened. I don't really like their policies. They're not for me. I don't really like the customer service I received, but I didn't try the food. So I don't know how the food is. And this that's is it. it. That's it. I'm don't- speaking unexpected. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand why people are so up in arms about what he did because this is no different than if somebody left a Yelp review or a Google review or was in the comments saying anything like, like, I get it. He has millions of followers, but people love to say, oh, who is he to, you know, say anything? He's not a real food critic. He has no credentials, da, 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 da. Okay. If that's the case, then let it be that. And I feel like- when the alternative is that, like, you know, that other man, I can't remember his name, but he's like an older black man who we try in like all these black home restaurants across the country. And he just be swearing everybody's food is bad. Everybody's food oh, is nasty. Darius Cooks. Yes. yes. Like if that's the alternative, I would much rather have Keith Lee come to my establishment because I don't think I've ever heard him be like, this is nasty. This is the second third. He'd be like, these chips are stale. This ain't homemade. Who like it just be going um, in for nothing? Whereas Keith be like, you know, this ain't for my taste buds, but you might like it. You might like like it. Yeah. And he'd be like, still try it. Like he he be it been some restaurants where he'd be like, everything on the menu is a five, but you should still come anyway. And, you know, try it for yourself and see what you think. Because this is just me. And, you know, and Keith Keith be the main one telling you, I'm just some guy. (laughs) And that's the thing. I'm like, he is the most humble person. And all of this, he's like, when I give this review, I'm not like, don't take it out on the the people, like the workers, whomever. Like, he done gave you 75 disclaimers. First of all, internet people. If you decide to send death threats or try to get people fired over this man's video, you're weird. It's strange. What, like, okay, he didn't like the food. Okay, they might have treated Okay, like, I'm not saying it's right, but to be threatening people's lives over this and vice versa, threatening his life over this and his family, what is wrong with, like, what is truly wrong with people? Like, it was never that serious. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if Gordon Ramsay came in that restaurant... You would have been on your P's and motherfucking Q's. He's going to tear you a new one and not care. Listen, Gordon be throwing shit on the floor, spitting shit out. Like, he'll throw the food on you and be like, clean it up. Listen, why did the chicken cross the road? Because you didn't fucking cook it. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, yo, 
Like, he just be... Gordon will say and do anything. Anything. And now he's trying to... be lucky that it was Keith freaking Lee who walked into that restaurant. Right. And the sad part is, if it was Gordon, y'all just would have taken it. Y'all would have taken it. Okay. Now, quiet as Shut this shit down. Now! Now, I love Hell's Kitchen, but let me tell you something. When it comes to, like, lamb... And sometimes steak, I'll be like, Gorda, you need to put that back on the grill. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, listen. You can Gordon, medium, medium rare stuff. You keep that, Gordon. Gorda right. Warmsy is only going to tell me but so much. And I and you don't wash your meat. <laughs> so, exactly. I'm only going to take so much criticism from Gordon. But Keith, I might, I might. Shoot. And the sad thing is, DC is not too far behind. As far as like the extravagant rules and eighteen percent gratuity, like automatically added and this and that, and again, not, nothing wrong with some of the rules that they have in place, like the adding the the gratuity automatically. I can understand it. Like people, you know, people don't tip. I get it. You want your workers to have a fair, you know, wage, whatever. That's understandable. But all of this, you know. You can't have more than such and such people. We can't split the bill more than this. We can't do this. You got a 90 minute limit. You got to like, what can I breathe? (laughs) Like, dang. It's too much. Hey, I might even enjoy it myself. I'm scared I'm going to break one of the rules and get kicked out. (laughs) Sometimes people who, people become entrepreneurs, people become entrepreneurs and did not spend enough time in the workforce. Because if you have worked a service job, <clears throat> you understand what it takes to train your employees and the type of customer service you need to maintain. And right. a lot of y'all do one or two years working for somebody else and be like, oh, okay, I'm ready to start my own business and have no regard for how to treat people like human beings. Exactly. Or they don't even do that. And it's just, I'm, I'm doing X, Y, and Z just to make money. I do hair just to make money. Don't really care about what comes with that. Because, you know, people people go sit in my chair regardless. So I lost one person. It is what it is. And it's like, that is not how you maintain a business. And it's not the truth because now everybody's, you know, having to go back to the workforce. And it's like, you were already, I think somebody on TikTok said this. I think um, one of our mutuals, Alexia Hot Weird Girl said this, you were already a part of the workforce. And so the fact that you as like a cosmetologist, as a restaurant owner, whatever, do not see yourself as a part of the workforce, that in there lies the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how strongly I feel about that because, you know, my mom been doing hair for almost 30 years now. And let me tell you something, no, nobody do customer service in, in the hair salon like my mother. And that's why I struggle finding hairstylists so bad now because right. my mom is also so quick. And so people talk about, oh, I be in the la- salon for like five hours, six hours. I be like, what? why <laughs> unless i'm it takes my mom four hours to do small box braids i'm not sitting in your chair for more than four hours there's nothing you could do to my head it's a finite area of space <laughs> I, I you're there's nothing you're doing to my head that should take that long ever oh, and that's the other thing the braiders side eye why are you charging five and six hundred dollars for braids what are, are they gonna last for a year? I genuinely no. would like to know. Best skill I no ever reason. picked up during the pandemic was how to braid my own hair. Um, shoot, I'm about to be. Le- I'm not. 
$300, I don't give a, I do not care if you washing hair, the hair is included and everything under $300 is kind of ass enough. I can't do nothing fancy, but I can I can surely slap in some jumbo box braids and keep it pushing. Everything is so expensive now. Well, Atlanta do better. Candy, I don't got much for you other than you of all people should know better. You and Todd. Oops, I need you to stop with the business ventures, Miss Mayhem. Just she would never will. You know, Candy do anything for a check. She will. She will. That she will. Okay. Can't, can't be mad at it so listen, get your money if the play please. is not case in point enough <laughs> I really would like somebody's like you get the interview candy the whole interview is about that play I need to know <laughs> start to finish what was the like how did we get there more importantly how did you get Eddie Levert in it because like it's Eddie freaking Levert like what please explain I- I don't think I have questions about it. The only, I don't even want to talk to Candy about that play. I want to talk to Wardrobe. What was the budget you were given? And why did we not change our outfit at all? Did the play take course over the span of like 24 hours? Or is this like a series of days? I I think it was like a day, if that. Okay. I was like, "Is the are these and then these outfits that they have on these tops? This is their performance attire." Yes, now that yeah, <laughs> this is what they were going to go to the concert. What, what the hell was their name? Their group name was something dumb like Brick Rose or something. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> we are Brick Rose. What? what? And then I was confused because I was like, are y'all all a group? Like the guys and the girls? Is it just the girls and the guys that they own? I think it was like the guys have a group and their group is already like taken off. And then Portia is married to one of the guys in the group. Oh, yeah. But they're under the same management or label. And so the girl group is like kind of blowing up, but they're not at the same level that the guy group is. So they trying to get there. But okay, that makes sense. But then Candy's character also used to date the guy that's the manager, I guess. Yes. And but then she messing with the dude who played piano for the group. Mm -hmm. And her mom is a hater, the biggest hater in the world. Correct. How does it feel to be a hater? <laughs> that wow. is my favorite, like, literally my favorite song name. That play, I just, I think you summed it up perfectly when we watched it. It's like if we all put our parents in a room and was like, write a play. Write a play. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see this. I feel like this, like, again, also when, no, because the, the one question I will say is, why did you put Portia as a lead singer? Why was Portia singing? I mean, why, why was singer in general? Why was yeah. Candy singing lead? To be honest with you, like I right, she was never, trying. It never gave vocalist. I'm so sorry, Candy. And you and Tiny can say whatever y'all want about the other two girls that was in Escape, but the the way those singing parts were given out were done correctly. I'm gonna jump forward a little bit and let's 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 stay on the topic of, of aunties behaving badly 
and talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I don't know, time is an illusion right now. Maybe it was a couple weeks ago. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith um, started doing the press tour for her memoir that's coming out. Now, it's important to note that we've known Jada's memoir was coming for a while. I think about a year or two in the past, um, Will Smith released his memoir and we did have news at that time that Jada's was soon to follow. So it's not like the book came out of nowhere. But I think just because the couple has been hyper visible, we're kind of Jada and Willed out and certain you know, secrets, I guess, and I'm using that term loosely, were revealed um, as she's, you know, putting out the book. Um, we learned from some of her press interviews and from people who've been able to read the book that she and Will have not been a couple and not been living in the same household and as a married couple since 2016. Um we continue to get more revelations about Jada's relationship with Tupac and how she feels about that and their dynamic. Um, and just a lot more about her and her feelings of resentment towards Will and her putting her acting career on the back burner and back burner, excuse me, in support of his. Um, so yeah, I mean, the internet has certainly shared their feelings about this. How do you feel, Jelena? Like, part of me is on her side because if you didn't read um, Will's uh, biography, he kind of talks about how, like, literally how terrible he was as a husband and father. So, like, part of it is, like, she's literally just saying what he's already said, like, just from her perspective. So, I'm like, what, what, y'all bad about nothing? Like, but at the same time, I like you said I'm really sick of y'all like <laughs> I do not can't, like her and the it's really the her and the Tupac situation that gets me you need to let it go yeah like if we're going to be honest I'm pretty sure the man has been dead longer than he was alive and I don't yes. want it to sound that terrible but that's the fact it's the truth and then like you keep oh I loved him he was my soulmate he was my this he was my that and then you say he proposed to me but then I said no because I didn't like him like that I only liked him as a friend why do you keep talking about like what what do you what do you keep bringing him up for like like the man can't even rest in peace or rest in Cuba wherever he may be because you keep talking like what what is the point of talking about it like y'all I don't get it. I mean, I have no idea what it's like to lose a partner, especially in that way, or like somebody that you had any type of romantic relationship with in that way. So I sympathize with her on that point, but I do agree. Like we've been talking about your relationship with Tupac for so long. I'm ready for us to close that chapter and move on. And I've seen a lot of people say like, which is a fair point, like, oh, y'all don't, people come out with memoirs all the time. Britney Spears' memoir just came out and y'all didn't say nothing about her telling da 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 this, that, and the third. But I think we also forget that like, Jada had red table talks. And so we've been in her business in like this way for a really long time. And so it's just... Like, and especially because it's, especially, I think it's really mostly 
the things surrounding her relationship will like first it was the august situation then it's the chris rock slap which is no fault of jada's that's not yeah that was not her at all but you know that kind of brought up things and dynamics about their relationship and then it's you know the red table talk we did about the august situation and then it's will's book and now it's your book and it's just like from the outside looking in i don't think it's unfair to acknowledge that like this is a lot of information for us to be processing back to back, especially when there's nothing else coming out of Team Will and Jada right now. Like the only time we hear from y'all now is about your relationship or even when you're doing something else like Will is doing with King Richard, it's overshadowed by the coverage of your relationship. Because my thing is Jada talking, like, you know, saying like, oh, you know, I put my career on the back burner for him, blah, 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 blah. Okay, mm-hmm. which that is very true. Well happened, especially that's, that's like in the two thousands. Like yeah, like that nine times out of ten, that's what happened. Jada was that girl. She had yeah. you know set it off in the Matrix and yeah, all like of that in a lot of stuff. And then obviously Will took off. Like I can understand that. However, you are doing yourself a disservice now because who wants to work with someone when all you're bringing is um air quotes drama to to the world at this point like every other week is some thing like at this point you might as well just be like i hate will he is horrible like just say if that's how you feel just say it because like all these little tidbits of unnecessary information say fuck them if that's the point i don't i don't know what else to say especially and i hate to put it this way but especially since we're just coming out of oscar slapgate if you want your acting career back, like I'm not sure how many people watched Gotham, but Jada was in that. That was a great show and she was great in it. She's still a fantastic actress. Um, I don't think Jada has ever been in a project that I did not like her in, except for, ooh, they gonna eat me up for this one. They're gonna eat me up. <laughs> I have loved everything that Jada has been in, except for A Different World. I do not like her in a different world. I never watched the seasons with her and the new people. Like after Whitley and Dwayne get married, I'm done watching. That's fun. That's I mean, I can I can understand that. I'm finished. Especially, especially when Freddie starts dating Ron. Uh, yeah. uh. Um, but yeah, like I found her character to be very annoying in a different world. But again, just me. Um hey, no, valid. <laughs> valid uh opinion but that's how she got her start we love her for it and i love her and everything else um exactly and i also think she's a great comedic actress i agree i'm like you could you could do so girls many trip rooting for you was great i feel like girls trip was the great the uh, really great first kind of like step into this new era of her acting career and especially now that will does have to sit down for a little bit because he was slapping bitches in the face I think this would have been a great opportunity for Jada to step into the acting world in like a big way. And so I just really wish, and again, it's her life, it's her career. She can do what she wants. But um, if that's something that she's wanting to pursue, I feel like this is the time to do it. And you need to start reconstructing your identity and your career outside of who you've been to, to Will, to Jaden and to Willow and, and to Trey. Right. And that was, yeah, that was the other point I was going to make. Like, I think, and 
this is not a red table talk type of therapy she needs to go she needs to go to real therapy because to me just like thinking about it now like it is very strange how she it seems again speculation seems to need to position herself with the men in her life to have some slight some sort of fame or like notoriety to it like like you said will august tupac like it always has to be adjacent to them like it just can't be jada's doing i don't know a fashion line i don't know something like yeah. okay she had a whole rock band mm-hmm. don't know nothing about the rock band except that it existed and even like, like i don't know if she sees that like when she does do that we don't have to talk about will like until Ray, until red table talks became about her relationship it was very much not like i did not think about will smith when i thought about red table talk i thought the show was funny for other reasons but it was very much like the jada show and the same thing with um girls trip like we wasn't thinking about will during girls trip like we were thinking about how funny and great that movie was how great it was to see you and queen latifah do another project together and how glad we were to have you back on the screen and like i just I really want that for her. I like Jada Pinkett. I, and what's what's sad about all of it is like everything she said with the exception of the August Alcina situation. And I think actually that's so funny. One of our first episodes of Black Girl Round Table ever was us poking at that mm, Red Table Talk episode. Yeah, wow, it's been so long. Um, <laughs> but um, outside of that situation, I tend to be on Jada's side. That's the only time I've ever not been on her side. Yeah, that one, even though he was of age, seemed a little predatory to me. But I that's, agree. That, again, speculation. Speculation. I don't know these people. Yep. And, and I watched uh, The Surreal Life in August was on it, and it made me like him more. Yeah. So then I kind of was like, mm, Jada, mm, mm girl he look a little, he look a little frail over here like what was your what what happened uh-huh. um okay sorry last but certainly not least let's talk about uh brian mcknight jr the sequel um so if you have not been keeping up everybody's favorite uh 90s slash early 2000s slash sister sister co-star uh brian mcknight um has uh been going through a lot of turmoil online with his kids his stepkids his new child um just a lot so brian mcknight has a handful of older children at the youngest in their 20s um that are alive and well that he had with his first wife and his first relationship and one of those children who is also a singer is named brian mcknight jr this is important to the story very (laughs) very important in recent years brian mcknight has remarried he has married a woman by the name and i will get you her name of leilani now mcknight so leilani mcknight and they have had their first child together named brian kanoa kainoa i apologize if i'm pronouncing that incorrectly Brian Kainoa Makoa McKnight Jr. So Brian McKnight Jr. Now, if you will go back a page in your syllabus, did I not just say that one of Brian McKnight's children is already named Brian McKnight Jr.? 
you would be correct. So the internet has just been a blaze of what's going on. What's the situation with him and his other kids? Are they not his biological children? Is that some type of issue? Does he have a bad relationship with that? Why is this kid also Brian McKnight Jr.? What's happening? Well, Brian McKnight Sr. has said this, quote, so proud to introduce our son, Brian Kainoa Makoa McKnight Jr. to the world with the release of my new album, Lovingly Created for Him, Jr., because I am also proud to officially announce that I have legally changed my name to exactly match my legacies. My legal name is now Brian Kainoa Makoa McKnight Sr. McKnight Time Lullabies, the songs of a father to his namesake, is available now. End quote. If I was Brian McKnight Jr., the original... Brian well, McKnight I Jr. Know. one. Yeah, well, I told you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I will. I. It's on site. What? What is wrong with this? Even if you like, we all know like 50 Cent don't care for his oldest son. No. They don't like each other. Whatever. And that's that's fine. fine. But I'm pretty sure if he was Curtis Jr., 50 would not be like, I'm going to change my name. What? That is like next level. I don't like you. It is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like it's like an episode of Kim Possible where I'm like saying you're a senior senior you're a senior junior. <laughs> like, who are we talking about? Why does everybody's name have to be Brian McKnight? Like, That's I don't... I don't, and then all the elephant in the room, McKnight Time Lullabies, <laughs> terrible album name. When you said it, I literally almost busted out last year. McKnight Time Lullabies. You, you tried it, sir. You really did. This is where, you know, Brian McKnight has a real track record of, of doing crazy stuff. Because we were already talking about, let me see you how, let me show you how your pussy works. We all know and love that classic, like... Yes, wonderful song. What a time. But now I'm thinking back to the time when they tried to have that spinoff of the masked singer, the masked dancer. And I watched a couple episodes. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work, but you know, it's going to be like the dancers of our time. It's going to be like Paula Abdul and no. fucking, um, not Derek, Derek Huff and, you know, whoever. They uh, It's Brian McKnight. How am I supposed to know that? Shoot, honestly, how am I even supposed to know that that's Paula Abdul? <laughs> honestly. How like, am I supposed to? What was I ever going to be like, ooh, you know who this is? Brian McKnight. The way he glides across the floor, that is Brian. That you is know him. How I just you know just it. don't know. I, <laughs> when I tell you I cut off my TV and went to bed, <laughs> No, you see that show didn't last very long. I, who, what idea was this? Had enough. It's R and B sensation Brian McKnight. Like this is such an unfair show. <laughs> you really had to be in them clue packages. Like, 
he said something about the nighttime. That we mm. fucking inspect the gadget, like over analyzing everything. There's no way regular people was just getting that. And I think it made me so mad because I'm like, why didn't you go on the mask singer? You're an R and B singer. What, Brian? Just do it, shit. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, they're not gonna guess you on the mass singer. I'm watching the current season, and I'm nine times a time guaranteeing you is Neo. And they was like, we think it. They said somebody like outlandish, and I was like, who? who? First of all, don't I will never buy another Robin Thicke album as long as I live after watching the mass singer. I'm gonna tell you that right now because you need to be fired. Because as an R&B singer, the way you be guessing all these R&B legends wrong, loud and wrong, you should be ashamed of yourself. Every now and then they get me with like, I'm genuinely surprised with who's behind the mask. Um, like when, when, T-Pain, I, when T-Pain won, I had no idea. That's was the, that was the one where it was making me mad because I immediately knew and everybody was like, have no clue and I'm like I'm yelling at my TV <laughs> it's T-Pain you know what mine was my sister was so she laughed at me so hard she was like how do you know that and I'm like how do you not know that when Jesse McCartney was on there oh, and yeah. they was like we don't know it's, he said do 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 it's Jesse it's McCartney <laughs> and she was like what how do you it's Jesse McCartney do you know how many times I listened to the beautiful soul commercial on Disney channel Sex. it's Jesse McCartney and leaving was my song it's Jesse yeah. McCartney now that's who need to go with Jesse if you're listening please go on tour I will be right there cause as soon as you hit that ha leaving like a millennium tour but for them yeah jesse mccartney and the jonas brothers Brothers. oh my god that would have been a good concert i would have had a fit god rest his soul aaron carter you could have came yes (laughs) do i want candy and aaron's party well i tell you i would have fell out if i heard aaron's party live (laughs) for the first time (laughs) in my life now I gotta go listen to it. After not Aaron's party of all the songs. Aaron's party. Wait a I don't think you understand <laughs> that album. As a kid, Dana, yo, I played that album to to death. That was my first celebrity crush. With Eric Cart, I lied to you. Not. Yo, I, I lied to you. Not on the floor. I loved that man. Oh my gosh. Then he did the little soundtrack for uh, the Jimmy Jimmy Neutron Neutron movie. I did used to like that one song. Hey Jimmy Jimmy. (laughs) I was like, this is it. He gonna be be big. He gonna make it. (laughs) Not Aaron's party. Oh my God. I don't know what song I thought you were gonna say, but it wasn't Aaron's party. Mine would be like, if somebody was like, what's the album from your childhood that like in the dead of night by yourself you listen to just to like feel nostalgic? It's all the songs from the Bratz Rock Angels movie. It's something about that soundtrack. Whenever I hear, I think I just posted it on my Instagram because one day I was a Bratz doll for Halloween um, for like one of the little events I did for Halloween this year. But I put on my shirt and I was like in the car and it's so good. 
dancing on the air feels so good. No, I'm not even mad at that one. I love, I loved that movie so much. I need to watch it back. Like I literally, my sister was in Walmart the other day, and I seen like, like finally, I don't know where I've been, witness of the toy section and saw like the breast doll display, and I was like about to cry, and I was like, I just want to buy all of them. She's like, What is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. It's an overwhelming sense of nostalgia to see them. I'm glad that you have more self control than I do because I, as soon as they put this bitch back on the shelf, I said, Oh. I'm showing audience you can't see, but I have a I have my Sasha doll here with me at all times. And I really want to be one of those like doll people who like remakes them and like We are literally the same person. <laughs> Cause I be watching the videos like I could do that. Yes. Especially when I saw the guy like use some Kanekalon hair and like I said, Oh, I got a latch hook. I could do this. Yeah. But it'll be the time I try where it'd be like <laughs> I need no to bitch. start with like the dollar store dolls and then work my way yeah. up. Yeah. Or like thrift store dolls and then go from there. If you go on like Macari or something, you can get like old Brad dolls, like a bunch of them for like twenty dollars. Because I'm like, I can't be uh talking about I, this is fresh out the pack and I'm gonna redo her makeup. Not yeah. for thirty dollars. Hell no. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update and it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it. (coughs) Ooh, to clear my throat. Okay. What's up, y'all? We are back with something you need to hear. Um, So we're going to talk about a more serious topic, but um, hopefully with as positive a spin on it as we can. And let's talk about um, cleansing your social media feed and just your internet experience where you can um, in order to preserve your mental health. I think with everything going on in the world, it's really easy to fall into the funnel of the doom scroll of the... I don't know, just the trenches of the internet. And so we're going to share some some tips and some tricks and some best practices um, of how we don't jump off a cliff when we open up our apps uh, every day. So Jelena, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, um, I can. And I was like, it's, to me, it's a simple one, but like, it's going to sound, to me, it's going to sound bad, but like, I I had to start like, you know, not not everything but not interested like I can only consume so much I don't even want to say negative I guess it's negativity but you know so much demise in one sitting so like for me like I'll catch up on my news in the morning from you know let's say eight to nine after that unless the world is literally ending if it is not a dog video or something, you know, a random TikTok hack. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Until the next morning. And then, you know, we'll go from there. And for me, working in, like, diversity, it, it's not just, like, you know, the regular things that are happening in the world for everybody else. 
everything's on fire all the time all the time. <laughs> all the time yeah so you know just trying to find that like okay this is my this is my time frame after that i don't want to hear it unless i absolutely have to and that's not to say don't keep up with what's going on in the world either like people do need your help you know whatever help that may be but also taking care of your own mental health in the midst of all of that listen i just it's 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 twofold because something that i think we always forget and it's you know true to my life true to yours true to a lot of people around me like bipoc people but specifically black women are more likely to be in helping professions and so we are are a lot of that energy that you use for like global action you have to remember that you're expound you're if you're in one of those professions you're giving some of that up every day for eight hours um and so to try and then come home and do that in a different way but still it exercises those same muscles um it can be really hard so i know for me that's why i'm like i have to if i'm going to be able to actually like you know do the work in my nine to five work which is for my current um everyday work not so much a thing anymore but in some ways it kind of is um but in my old job absolutely it was um I just had to find time to step away and then I think the other piece of it is like I love a think piece I really you know as a big brain big oh that works beating me up right now as a big brained bitch I really love, you know, uh, an, an analysis. I love, you know, a video essay on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I love a good, you know, five, six minute long TikTok where we dive into an ep- you know, an issue. Like, I love that shit. If you're talking about history and right. is that the third, I'm probably going to be there. Casual insert history podcasts coming back in 2024. I love how that's your theme song for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find a new one because it's definitely like Sports Center, but <laughs> it is. That what is Sports Center. What or I one like? of them ESPN shows, but <laughs> sports, gay football. I thought you made that up. <laughs> nope, I gotta find a good one. We should have a sports show too. That's another conversation for another day because I just was like, mm. Be like so no, not no, about real sports though be like which nba player has the nicest beard okay i can do that mm-hmm. which hockey team has the best outfits like you know what i don't know if i want to mess with hockey after they uh came for that black girl on book talk she deserved it <laughs> listen <laughs> this, is, this is a huge sidetrack but we're gonna address it right now she deserved it because if you watch the first video that she posted about that man, you're doing, I was like, oh, this is a lot. And I, you know, love a thirsty bitch moment, but this is a lot. But that's the, she got fame, like TikTok famous from doing a lot. Cause she was like thirsting over like Luke Bryan or one of them country music so-and-sos. And that's how she got, you know, all the, the country Clearly. She was like, he can shatter my cervix with a hockey puck. Yes. Uh. <laughs> he has a wife. I was like, oh. And you know, I am like, I feel like of our trio of hosts on the show, I am the most like, yeah. But even I was like, oh God. <laughs> like, I want to say something crazy and off the wall, but that. 
I am not when it comes to things like that I'm not conservative by any stretch of the imagination but even I was like I'm uncomfortable so when you excuse me oh my gosh (laughs) ma'am and they gave her a lot of room like she was and it wasn't like just one she made like five six seven eight videos and then finally the wife was like listen I thought it was cute at first I love that y'all love my husband but we are married and like calm down and she handled it a lot better than I was because I would have popped up on the internet like y'all bitches got one more fucking time before he I'm gonna shut down the entire NHL how about that look it would have been I'm going to one of the games and I surely would have popped up what would you say Okay, I would have sold a picture of myself to the back of his jersey. So, uh, yeah, but, you know, I think that even that little segue, like, you have to find your pockets of the internet that bring you joy. You know, pick a handful of people, be it political figures, um, creators, activists that you're going to follow that kind of are giving good, consistent information and resources that you can explore. And then once you feel like you've got your, you know, your kind of team and your core, whatever set, you know, leave it at that and, you know, refresh that and, you know, analyze that core group ever so often. But once you have it set, leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think for me, the one thing I've also added in is like, on top of things that, you know, people who are updating with current events and stuff, I also start to follow more like, uh, affirming spaces like pe- folks who post you know daily affirmations and things of that nature like you know if you're having a bad day look at this type of content because sometimes I'll be like you know what I didn't need to hear that like whatever it may be whatever situation it applies to so like just even those little things to have like some little like a little bright spot of positivity randomly down the timeline is always good I know when it's come to like our social media, which if you follow us on there, thank you, because it has been an experiment. Um, But, you know, I've I've tried to kind of strike the balance between like, you know, we do talk about really serious things on this podcast and we do dive into like more, um, I don't know, more like deeply personal and deeply, you know, impactful topics um, and I would love for that to be represented well on our social media, but also sometimes I just feel like social media is not really the space for that. Like there's, you can only post content that's so long and yes, TikTok does have that 10 minute feature, but like most people are not engaging with that. Um, And there's only so much conversation and like unpacking you can do in that space. And so I really feel like the podcast is a better space for that. And then also just kind of like we've talked about as somebody who is you know, privy to doom scrolling. Like I just really enjoy using that space to create things that people will enjoy. And like, here's something quick that, you know, you can do that will fix this problem or here's a recipe or here's, Mm -hmm. you know, something fun that I tried and et cetera. And like, it's okay for social media to have spaces and places like that. And especially for black women, it's just like, I don't know, I can't, I can't continue to add to like the, here's another thing for you to consistently worry about. Whereas the podcast, I feel like it's like, come and get it if you want it. 
and digest it when you're ready for it and step away from it, listen to it in parts, like do what you need to do to digest the information. Well said. Mm. Yep, yep. Any other tips, tricks, things like that? I feel like we should offer some more because really all we did was talk about books. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That is the greatest escape in life. Get off the internet. Go. That's really one of the other things. Just get off the internet, period. Go outside. I mean, it might be a little cold depending on where you're at or, you know, maybe not outside, outside, but, you know, go watch a good movie or like they were saying cook you know find a new recipe to make go bake some cookies go pet your dog your cat your bunny whatever take a nap that's my go-to we'll go take a nap (laughs) yeah 24 hours even like if you can if you can do a week i did it one time and it was like i to this day i feel like i have not been the same since 24 hours without or a week without social media will change your life for sure but if you can't do a full week 24 hours without social media will really reset your mind. I even have been trying to do something now in the morning where like, I'll check my messages when I get up to make sure I haven't like, you know, missed an important phone call in the middle of the night. But then from like the time I get up all the way until I like get to work, I don't check my phone. I don't listen to music. I don't listen to podcasts. I just like sit with my thoughts Mm -hmm to number one, be able to make sure I can, because there was definitely a period where I felt like I was so anxious that like the silence was freaking me out and I was not enjoying being alone with my my thoughts. Mm. And so I've been trying to like build up a tolerance to that. And I'm still not a hundred percent there. Sometimes I do absolutely need like at least just lo-fi music in the background. Um, But I'm trying to I'm trying to stop ingesting so much of other people's opinions and thoughts and content in the morning before I have a minute to just really sit with how I feel. Like, right. how do I feel today? How do I feel about the world? How do I feel about X, Y, Z before I wake up and I open up TikTok or Instagram or whatever and somebody's telling me to be happy or sad or mad or whatever? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's the, one of the more important things, like holding space for yourself. Yeah. Like, you can do it with other, like, yes, you know, being in community and sharing your thoughts and feelings with other people, of course, is important, but like, it's so much going on in the world. Like, are you really checking in with yourself mm-hmm. on a daily basis? Which I know most of us are not. I know for me, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> which is something I am actively working on. I'm trying so hard. Um, and like, how do you feel about things? And sometimes I'll, you know, finish that period and be like, I don't know. I still don't right. know how I feel, but. And know. that is perfectly fine. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's a valid feeling as opposed to like, just not even giving yourself space for that. Um, and then I think it makes it easier to move past things that I don't have the mental space for in that moment um, and really enjoy things. I feel like my neighbors are going to call the cops on me any day now because I'd be <laughs> sitting in my bed after work or whatever and just cackling at things that I see <laughs> online because the Halloween costumes and content that was on TikTok, like y'all 
really did that. The girl who dressed up as the that what makes it hip hop lady, Dina. Yes. She had me on the ground. Oh, uh, there are, and we didn't talk about that, but shout out to everybody for Halloween this year. Y'all really y'all, y'all ate did the girls your up. You did. You did. I don't know what was in the air this year, but this was a good Halloween. Y'all did, yes. I'm trying to I don't know why I'm blanking now. There were so many good ones that like really made me laugh. It was, for me, it was Winnie Harlow dressed up as Cat Williams. That was funny. And I was like, it was so good that at first I thought it was him. Yes. <laughs> that was a really good one. There were some other um did you ever watch the Sex in the City movie? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the girls dressed up as Carrie. In the wedding dress when she hit big oh with the gosh. flowers. And she was like, I knew you were going to do this. I knew oh. it. And was like beating her boyfriend with the roses. <laughs> like, why would you dress? Why is this the outfit you chose? Why is this the costume? I'm telling y'all, we coming big for Halloween. Oh, the girls who, uh, it's another podcast. And they dressed up as the boys in motion. I love that. I saw that I one, love yeah. That. Yes, in a heartbeat. It was these boys who dressed up as the Cheetah Girls. I was like, like that one. Why? (laughs) But you know what? They're eating up the girls who dressed up as the Cheetah Girls. They did. Every time y'all dress up as the Cheetah Girls, y'all do that one part in Cinderella and you fuck it up every time. You need to hit the whoop with the arms and swing your bat wings and y'all be trying to be sexy. Uh, I can slay my own dress. You know, the whole, the, not the move. you're missing the point of the song too. You're not trying to be seductive. You're slaying your own dragons. Right. You don't have to say independent woman. Yeah. And like, I love, a, I love a slutty Halloween costume for no reason. You're talking to somebody who enjoys it, but the cheetah girls to me is one. You don't need to sexify that. It's certain things where I have my limits of like, why did you make this yes sexy? And for me, it is certain, not all children's things, but it's certain, certain ones. Yes. I do not want to see sexy regrets. That is weird to me. I'm so sorry. And I've seen a lot of like sexy Susie Carmichael and I, like sexy I Angelica. Sent- <laughs> and I was like. I sent you that Fashion Nova costume. I was yeah. like, it's enough. What is like, why? And I why? felt like my Chucky costume was very covered up. But even with like, I used a blue crop top that I had and I was like, ooh, should I? <laughs> should I wear a regular? No. Yeah. Like, and like, it was fine. Cause I had like, literally yeah, you saw none, of you saw none of my skin, but like my immediate thought was like, this is something that should not be sexy. You like a crop top is one thing, but if you would have came out in like a booty short, and yeah. booty shorts and fishnets, it would have been too why bad. why it's sexy chucky finster also throwing it into the category why are y'all dressing up as sexy steve harvey it's not inappropriate <laughs> i'm just very confused why is this a thing like I it's not mean- just like a thing like it's a thing <laughs> like why is this like, what is wrong with i you think it is so funny <laughs> it's funny but it's just like why why was this like i've seen so many sexy steve harvey's it's scary <laughs> sexy steve harvey is the funniest thing <laughs> because like i thought it was like they did it last year and i was like okay that was a last year thing but this year 
everybody. I think sexy Steve Harvey is supposed to be like, we're being ridiculous. Literally, we're going to make everything sexy. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Because <laughs> y'all be walking around with fishnets and balls and, and, and mustache. And a mustache. With the family feud. <laughs> <laughs> Just be bagging up. It's like, it's between regular Steve Harvey outfits that are killing me and then the sexy Steve Harvey ones. Because it's the ones who are in the full-blown suits who are hitting these splits. Yes. <laughs> killing me. I would like to have, I think I'm going to have a Halloween party next year. Hopefully my new place will be conducive for it. If not, I'm I'm nominating you and Dwayne's place to host it. And we're going to have a, a Tyler Perry themed Halloween party. Oh Lord! And Let me get ready now. I feel like everybody needs to say a line from the movie in order to enter. And so I'm trying to decide again. Hope Dwayne doesn't want to do a couple's costume with you because I've already called you. I'm so sorry. Um, even if I get a boyfriend in the, between, the, it's okay. Y'all, they can, like, y'all can be partners. They can do something together, but I need us to be Helen and Charles. Oh God. <laughs> So I'm scared. Get you. I'm, I hope you know I'm about to get abused. Because <laughs> Dana's definitely going to be Helen. We can do both. <laughs> like, she, she knows the monologue, y'all. I'm about to get thrown across the floor. Asha has to be Cicely Tyson. Oh, this lady. And then I, we can do we can do two scenes from the movie. You can I can put on the dress that she had on. You can drag me across the floor. <laughs> Charles was a mean son of a gun for that. We can do both. Um, Dwayne can be the the guy who shot him, the, the man with the face fit. <laughs> I gave you no money. Ooh, no, or, you know, it's either that. It's, it's one of three things. I'm going to do that. I have to be Alex Cross, so maybe I need a costume. <laughs> that is funny. Got to be Alex Cross. And I'm slide across the floor in my Tyler Perry outfit, or I'm gonna be um, what's her face, the black dress. He gives me the oh my gosh, she pissed me off in that movie. Told you I'm about to be Shamar Moore with my seventy-two braids. (laughs) Uh, what else could we be? That's gonna be jokes. To be Shamar Moore. Somebody gotta be, be Lynn Whitfield. Oh yes, you're just so damn evil. <laughs> um, who else? Oh, who else I can be uh Hollywood's mother. I give you Paris and Spring. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Somebody gotta be Mr. Brown. Yep. Somebody needs to come as um. Blair Underwood and that girl playing Grit Oh Wall. my gosh. Somebody needs to be Cora. If I ever meet Blair Underwood, I'm like, you play crazy a little too well. After you made me watch that movie Asunder, I'm done. Like, I was. <laughs> that movie and um, Medea's Family Union? Yeah. I am scared of him. And then he was also in the second Woman Thou Art Loose. Oh, yeah. And I was scared of him in that. I was like, oh, no. Crazy. If somebody was like, they came out with a new Blair Underwood domestic violence. I knew it. We all seen this coming. I also I knew it. I would love to be Tisha Campbell. She's not in a Tyler Perry movie, but I would love to do her um, I'm Still Here. Because I saw a couple people do it, and y'all just wasn't hitting the choreography like I needed you to. 
you gotta hit that up and down like a roller coaster. <laughs> See you come go where? Torch. You Campbell, I'm, girl. I'm, I'm still here. Here. <laughs> that is jokes. Oh, I, 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 I can't. Halloween is meant to be crazy. You gotta hit it all. Ooh, any final tips for the folks on social media, living life, having fun, taking breaks? Yeah, just that. Take your break, take care of yourself. Yes. Don't feel guilty if you don't consume, you know, all the things every day. Agreed. You know, we have negative negativity bias as humans. Um, so just, you know, temperature check. It's okay to, to, to compartmentalize your life sometimes. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to both acknowledge the privilege that we have to, to live in a, knock on wood, mostly peaceful society. Because, you know, as Black Americans, that's a double-edged sword. Um, right. But then, you know, also just, um, you know, wanting to be a good global citizen. So there is space to, to do both. Exactly. All right. We will take one more quick bake bake i words are really hard today we will take one more quick break and i'm going to enunciate all my words and then (laughs) we are going to be back with our question What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at The Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles, updates, and some info on some other soon-to-come produced projects by The Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode. All right, we are back with our last segment, Ask Black Girl Roundtable. As always, if you have a question, you can email us at askbgr at thebougieblackgirls.com or you can DM us on our socials. We will respond. We would love to hear from you guys. All right, but until you guys send us things, we will keep going back to the interwebs. Yes. So today's i think we might have time for two so, so today first one am i the asshole for telling my sister to stop saying i have pretty privilege and it's her fault she looks ugly i have a sister who is 25 i'll call her tessa i'm just gonna be blunt and say i look better than her well, <laughs> right <laughs> Jesus well, damn. It's, it's due to her not taking care of herself at all when I was staying active she was not I spent money to get skincare and keeping my hair nice she doesn't she doesn't dress nicely either she's always in sweats even even going somewhere nice overall I just look better than her she has <laughs> she has the money to do these things she just doesn't now every time I see her, she will comment something about so, comment something about the way that I look. If I tell a story that turns out good for me, she'll tell me it's because I'm pretty and so on. I assume she's jealous, and I have talked to her about it. Recently, I just passed my test to get my license for my job. 
I was telling the story at dinner and she told me I passed since I was pretty, which makes no sense. I had enough and told her to stop saying I have pretty privilege and that it's her fault that she looks ugly, not mine. She left the table after calling me a C-U-N-T. <laughs> My family is split. Am I the asshole? Huh. Um. Wow. So I don't think that you are. No. I don't think that you're the asshole, but I don't think that you're very nice to your sister either. Like, it's one thing to feel like you maintain yourself better than somebody. It's one thing to, you know, feel like they could do more, they could invest in themselves more. Like, sure, I'm sure we all have people in their lives or in our lives that we feel that way about. But also, I just feel like maybe you haven't hit a period in your life where you have not been investing in yourself and so you need to be mindful that like that could very well happen to you and hearing that you don't look great and that you're not taking care of yourself is not going to encourage you to take care of yourself anymore like because I've definitely had seasons of my life where I'm like I really should be investing in myself more and I'm just not right that was my first thought of like is it a reason behind why she's not getting like dressed up or anything like sometimes it is people's personality they're just like why should like you know why should i like i don't want to but then i'm also like you know what if she's like going through like a little bout of depression or something Mm -hmm. you know anything like could be from the way she's saying it in this little blurb i'm like it's no way that you are like you know sweet as pie i'm nice and she just being mean to me to be yeah Like, I know you just said some slick out your mouth. Had to. Had to. Had to. Had to. So, like, I have sympathy for you because that would get on my last nerve because, like, if I did accomplish something, it's because I accomplished it, not because of my looks. So, like, now I feel like you're trying to play me and say that I'm not capable or smart enough, whatever. Like, that is very stressful. Agreed. Agreed. But... I know that that you know who the poster probably didn't said some choice things here and there. I agree. Like to get called that at a dinner table, you had to say something. Exactly. And there's also an element of like <clears throat> I would never say something like this to my sister ever. Like I would never overtly be like, "Oh, well, I look better than you." And da, 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 da. like I wouldn't that would never come out of my mouth. exactly um i hate when people in like unless unless the other person starts it i just feel like it's never appropriate to comment on other people's looks and like insult their appearance like it's just not i don't know i just feel like it's a very petty point to make in an argument like oh i look better than you to who that is objective yeah that is very subjective to whom (laughs) and for what reasons like why do you feel like i yeah so you're not the asshole but like i just feel like you could you do need to be humbled a bit like i think you need to come back down to earth because you could literally every all the money that you pour into yourself that allows you to maintain yourself could be gone tomorrow and then you're gonna be in the same circumstance as your sister i'm sure y'all probably look similar since you're related so like don't be cute right and look anything can happen in the blink of an eye honey 
health problems, injury, anything. That's going to change your appearance. And let's also not forget that, like, does your sister have the financial resources to be able to invest in herself? Because it is expensive, like, to right. be cute. Just think that the person has the money to do that they might you know bills are expensive things come up like i can't afford the hundred dollar you know snail mucin serum like or laser treatments whatever it may be like i got a car note okay and sometimes (laughs) when you when you're i mean i'm curious as to what y'all look like but like i sometimes when you don't you haven't been dealt a bad genetic hand Sometimes you just rock out with that. Like, with the way nails and hair and shit is expensive now, honey, I am leaning on this face card, okay? Heavy. It's the only thing I got in this world. (laughs) Am I a pretty girl? Listen. (laughs) What? Okay. And I'm just like, either you like it or you don't. Either (laughs) this is all I got for y'all right now, okay? Exactly. Literally what my mother gave me, Okay. So my this face, my at home silk press, and my thirty dollar Amazon nails. That's okay. all I got right now. Girl, I ain't even doing that right now. <laughs> like, look, y'all are gonna get these unkempt brows, this uh, moisturizer. Look, I'm gonna say somebody who lives in sweatpants most of the time, honey, can't say nothing. Okay. Where are my soft clothes? I went to the store in socks and sandals. <laughs> That's the type of life I'm living. Look, and I bet you some. And I bet you repulsive. Huh? I said your repulsiveness with me and my Crocs. <laughs> I plead the, the fifth. I, wear. I plead the fifth. But uh, I bet you some man did roll up on me in the freezer aisle. Not tonight, sir. But thank you. So <laughs> maybe, when, maybe another day. Right. It don't take much because when I'm looking like a, a baddie with a fatty, don't nobody say nothing to me. When I'm looking like Rumpelstiltskin, how you doing? Right, you getting into the night? Clearly, nothing. <laughs> I'm getting into this tub of ice cream, and that's it. I'm getting into this bed, like that's what I'm getting into. My pillows is calling me. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone, okay, sir. I got on this extra, 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 extra large hoodie right now. <laughs> Leave right. me alone. Uh. That's joke. So yeah, be nice to your sister. You, you're not the asshole, but you're on the line. Oh yeah, on the verge. Yes, you have some asshole tendencies. You do. You're asshole adjacent. There you go. Okay, and we got time for one more. All right. Next one is: Am I the asshole for embarrassing my wife by making her admit that she has a stepson? So I'll read it, and then he does have like an edit slash update type of thing. Okay. So. My wife, yeah, my wife, Sasha, and I have been married for a few months now. We have four children together, and three of them are my stepdaughters. They are Sarah, Emily, and Hannah. I have Aiden, who's uh, the, the, the son, through my previous marriage. Sasha has always been indifferent to him. I will make it clear that she does not hate him and does not make, it, does not make his life difficult in an overt way. She just pretends as if he is not a member of the family. I've asked her to warm up to him, but she just shrugs it all. But as there hasn't really been a fight regarding the issue before, I did not want to start one and kept my, kept myself quiet. She was invited along with us for her friend's wedding. We went there, and after the wedding, she was talking to her friend. 
Her friend asked whether they were her kids by pointing to the four of them as they were standing some distance away. She said, yeah, the girls are, and mentioned who was who. I was shocked that she had implied that Aiden was not her child, but she gave me a don't bring that up now look when I looked at her in disbelief. I told her friend, you know, she won't admit it, but the boy is her son too, her stepson, and she doesn't like him. She was mortified as the others realized this and attempted to laugh it off by saying that she had not no, she had not noticed Aiden slash thought it was another boy or something of the sort. Later, though, she severely accused me of embarrassing her. She said that if she doesn't want to consider Aiden as a son, it's her choice. That resulted in a full-blown argument, which makes me think that I might be the asshole. So the edit, before we wrap it up says before we had the wedding when she visited him she was rather warm towards him in the way a girlfriend is when meeting her boyfriend's son which is why i agreed to marrying her the wedding etc okay afterwards she said that now because it's official and he will be living with her all the time she's finding it hard to adjust earlier she was very nice to him and treated him well whenever she saw him is she the evil stepmother like what the fuck is wrong with her I'm like, you need to get out of there because yeah, you need a divorce. Get her, yeah, get your son out of there because, like, you might not be seeing these overt ways that she is doing things to him. But I can guarantee you, even if it's not, them little things are eventually going to turn into big things. Yeah, I just—it's very strange, like on so many levels, but also, like. And what's the best way to like address this or like how to even say it? Um, yeah, like I just find it very odd. Like she, um, you don't marry somebody and you don't get into a relationship with somebody with kids if you don't feel like you can actively be a part of that child's life in some way. And so right. like, I'm very transparent about the fact that like, because of where I'm at in my life right now, I really do not care to date men with kids because I don't feel like I could be playing stepmom. Not saying that I never will be able to, but at this moment in time, I ain't got it right. for you. And so because I am not a demon and I also do still care about children <laughs> and feel like they need to be in environments and in spaces where they feel acknowledged, I need to remove myself. And so the fact that she doesn't see that is crazy but the fact that she has children of her own and doesn't see that is way worse because if you were treating her girls the way she's treating your son she would be losing her everlasting mind exactly and that's i think that's also why i'm like it's so weird like a because she has children of her own so you would think that like again you're not his mother but there would still be some kind of you know, love and Kinship. care towards yeah. the person. Like, of course, it might not be like this. Per- you know, relationships develop over time. A and B. Sometimes they don't get there, but it's still just like I care for you. I love you. I, I you know, I don't want anything to harm you. That type of relationship. Like, you could be cool. Yeah. But to, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to find the words. Like, you acted like you were okay with my son to get you know the proposal whatever mm-hmm. then you're bold enough to to be in my face and deny my child and i know you did it on purpose because you, you turned around and looked at me and said like like with the look like don't start right so you knew so what you, you know did. what you're doing exactly like that's weird 
and original poster did nothing wrong by calling her out in front of your friend in front of the friend that's what you should have did not not my child yeah yeah (laughs) you're gonna be cheating treating my child funny you're not the asshole but i will say like if you care about your kid you need to nip this in the bud right now now um because i just i hate when people put their relationships before their children like your kids have to come first um and that's another conversation for another day because i also feel like even with their biological parents a lot of y'all be putting Mm -hmm. your relationships with you know the baby dad over the relationship and the dynamic that you're putting in the environment that you're putting the child in but um right yeah y'all got to do better by these kids so you're good for now but you got i would say six months to a year to be up and out Mm -hmm. if she don't get her life together Shanann, Shanann, Shanann. She will Shanann once. She will Shanann again. She and sure again, will. And again. Oh my gosh. I, I, I applaud the person though. Because like just to be like, oh, she just don't like him. And that's where you left it. Yeah. I would have caused the scene. Like a for real scene. A lot of people wouldn't have said anything. Like what? I just. Oh. It's a child. Cause then you're also gonna have this the daughters potentially acting a certain way towards the 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 son. Yeah, and treating him like a second class citizen in his own house. Like that's what okay, that's what we not about to do. It's not fair. Not yeah, that's really what it and comes down to. It's not fair. Kids good. Yeah. yeah, but I can see if it was like I don't care for your kids, you don't care for my kids. We just had a weird situation. Okay, fine. But um, he's, it seems like he's treating her children like his own. It is fine to... <sighs> Excuse me, y'all. Um, it's fine to want to be separate. Like, I definitely am a really big um, advocate or believer in the fact that, like, your kids should be parented by their parents. And step-parents can have, like, you know, input and a say, sure. But really you want to leave them out of it um but like that doesn't mean that they're going to be treating you any kind of way you know right so it is strange i would get on that immediately immediately before it escalates yes i don't know how involved the mother is like his the son's mother but you gotta do better depending on how she is and how involved she is that can easily right go another way let her find out especially if she's involved you will be in court immediately exactly and i would her homegirl might end up in the hospital you never know right (laughs) because the way i be knocking her block off you and your raggedy ass can go somewhere not my baby exactly stop playing with people's kids like when we all learn that that is the one like off severely off uh you know off limits thing for people like you know probably never but you know they gonna they will try it until the end of time they certainly will i don't know why they just made me think about summer walker and her coming for krishan and her baby and i'm like summer you please shh. it's not for you summer walker i because first of all, if Krishan punch you in the face, no one is jumping in. And also, didn't we have to school you, Summer Walker, that you can't be feeding your baby smash peas and honey in their first three days of life, or you're going to give them freaking jaundice or whatever? Like, you I distinctly are, remember that. 
Yes. First, A, that. B, you were like baby not, baby mom number four to a dude with like six kids already who didn't take care of none of his kids. It's so strange. Why did you think your kids was going to be any different? Like that? It is so very strange. You are so very strange. Any any woman who has that logic. It's too much. I, it ain't logic. Yeah. That thought process, I don't understand it. I worry about y'all and I worry about these children, but it's not my business. Walk off all of Nick Cannon's baby moms. Oh my God. How do you, you know it's a lot of y'all. How do you just be like, okay. With the exception of Mariah no Carey. Because she was the only one who was, and maybe baby mama number three, or maybe mama number two. But everybody yeah. after those two. One through three, fine. Four through eight. You're bugging. You're bugging. You're crazy. You're bugging. Cause I just saw a picture of him with some girl, like some girl, and it was like, "This my son or my daughter, whatever." And they're eight months old, and I'm like, "What? Why would you do this? He must be paying them good, like egg donor fees or so. I don't know. I think it's the child support. I think he's like offering to, you know." Nick Cannon is not broke. So he's not broke. It's probably a situation of like, I'm gonna buy you a cute little. I mean, it's not a bad deal. It wouldn't be me, but it's not a horrible. It deal. wouldn't be right. Have, it wouldn't be me. Have a baby. I'm gonna buy you a cute little, you know, three bedroom, two bathroom condo in your name, and I'll pay you, you know, five thousand dollars a month in child support until right. he's grown. And that's not a bad setup. It's not again. Wouldn't be me, but, but yeah, because I'm I'm not going down like that. I'm I'll so be sorry. damned if y'all only know me as Nick Cannon's baby mom. Honey, shoot, when <laughs> when Diddy dropped his which call it, they said Diddy has had a child by a 28 year old woman named Dana, and, <laughs> and people was texting me like, "This you?" I said, "I love that y'all think." That I'm slick like that. I would do something like that. that. I absolutely would pull some shit like that. Don't get it twisted. Okay. If Michael B. Jordan pop up with a random baby mom and you like, we've never seen her and we only see the baby's left ear, it's me. Hey. <laughs> Hello. So on that lovely that is note, too funny. I think that is a perfect place for us. To end this episode of Black Girl Roundtable, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, like we said, Asha will be back with us next week. But in the meantime, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to make sure... Words are whooping my ass again. If you <laughs> like this episode, make sure... <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry, because you know exactly what I thought about. <laughs> no, what? Based on y'all. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on at your boy Webby Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> do them do it, do them do it. With Charlemagne, the God, Angela Gee, Angela Lee, Angela Yee, and your girl, and your boy, DJ Harry. <laughs> Sorry, please. That's what we didn't talk about. DJ Envy. Oh, yeah, it's scam. Ooh. We will oh listen. Stay tuned. We will dig into that next time. But um, if you like this episode, please be sure to uh, give us a rating 
it wherever you're listening and share the podcast with anybody else who you think might enjoy. It really does help us out. Uh, please be sure to follow us on socials at Bougie Black Girls on Instagram and TikTok. And also check out bougieblackgirls.com for articles and updates. Um, and that's going to be it for this week. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye.